0: I don't know what I'd been expecting. Something, at least, but this was just the usual new-age nonsense, a mush of psychobabble, self-help tips, pseudo-scripture, and chicken soup for the soul. I sneaked a glance at Kildy. She was still sitting forward, clutching her pillow tightly to her chest, her beautiful face intent, her mouth slightly opened. I wondered if she could actually have been taken in by Ariora. It's always a possibility, even with skeptics. Kildy wouldn't be the first one to be fooled by a cleverly done illusion, But this wasn't cleverly done. It wasn't even original. The Lemuria stuff was Richard Zephyr, the Thou Art the Universe stuff was Shirley McLean, and the syntax was pure Yoda. And this was Kildy we were talking about. Kildy! Who never fell for anything, not even that Davic levitator. She had to have a good reason for shelling out over two thousand bucks for this, but so far I was stumped. What exactly is it you wanted me to see, I murmured. "'Shh!' "'But fear not,' Ariora said, "'for a new age is coming, "'an age of peace, of spiritual enlightenment, "'when thou...' "'Doing here listening to this confounded claptrap trap I looked up sharply. Ariora's voice had changed in mid-sentence "'from Isus's booming bass to a gravelly baritone, "'and her manner had, too. "'She leaned forward, hands on her knees, "'scowling at the audience. "'It's a lot of infernal gabble.' she said belligerently. I glanced at Kildy. She had her eyes fixed on the stage. "'This hokum is even worse than the pretentious bombast you hear in the Chautauqua,' the voice croaked. "'Chautauqua,' I thought. What the—' "'But there you sit with your mouths hanging open like the rubes at an Arkansas camp meeting, listening to a snake-charming preacher waiting for her to fix up your romances and cure your gallstones.' The woman next to Kildy glanced questioningly at us and then back at the stage. Two of the ushers standing along the wall exchanged frowning glances, and I could hear whispering from somewhere in the audience. Have you yaps actually fallen for this mystical mumbo-jumbo? Of course you have. This is America, home of the imbecile and the ass, the voice said, and the whispering became a definite murmur. What in the... A woman behind us said and the woman next to me gathered up her bag, stuffed her Believe pillow into one of them, stood up, and began to step over people to get to the door. One of the ushers signaled someone in the control booth, and the lights in Hulse's Venus began to come up. The MC took a hesitant step out into the stage. You sit there like a bunch of gaping primates ready to buy any thi- Ariora said, and her voice changed abruptly back to the Basso of Isus. But the age of spiritual enlightenment cannot begin until each of thou beginnest thy own journey. The MC stopped in mid-step, and so did the murmuring. And the woman who'd been next to me and who was almost to the door, she stood there next to it, holding her bags and listening. And believe, all of you, casteth out the toxins of doubt and skepticism now. Believe, and it will happen. She must be back on script. The MC gave a sigh of relief and retreated back into the wings, and the woman who'd been next to me sat down where she'd been standing, bags and pillows and all. The music faded, and the lights went back to rose. Believe in thine inner soul self, Ariora Isu said. Believe, and let your spiritual unfoldment begin. She paused, and the ushers looked up nervously. The MC poked his head out from the gold mylar drapes. I grow weary, she said, and must return now to that higher reality from whence I cameth. Fear not, for though I no longer share this earthly plane with thee, still I am with thou. She raised her arm stiffly in a benediction Nazi salute, gave a sharp shudder, and then slumped forward in a swoon that would have done credit to Gloria Swanson. Holst's Venus began again, and she sat up, blinking, and turned to the M.C. who had come out on stage again. "'Did Isu speak?' she asked him in her original voice. "'Yes, he did,' the M.C. said, and the audience burst into thunderous applause, during which he helped her to her feet and handed her over to two of the ushers who walked her, leaning heavily on them up the black stairway and out of sight. As soon as she was safely gone, the M.C. quieted the applause and said, "'Copies of Ariora's books and videotapes are available outside in the waiting area. "'If you wish to arrange for a private audience, see me or one of the ushers,' and everyone began gathering up their pillows and heading for the door. "'Wasn't he wonderful?' a woman ahead of us in the exodus said to her friend. "'So authentic!'